This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. What's it like being a guest on Ellen? Wait till you hear what this woman says happened behind the scenes when she was plucked out of the audience. Definitely was humiliating. Then, plane trip from hell. Stuck on the tarmac for seven hours in the middle of a pandemic. This ain't right. We got people's lives in the balance here. Plus, the story behind Michelle's necklace. And what the president is saying about that scathing speech. It is what it is. And violence across America. The Apple Store and Whole Foods targeted. And uproar over what happened when this man was pulled out of his pickup truck. Then, actress Rose McGowan. What she claims a top movie director did to her when she was just 15. Plus, is wearing a mask bad for your teeth? I definitely have mask mouth. Everybody's coming in with masks. Everybody's complaining about their bad breath. And Freddy the dog. Where did he come from? We just saw a dog in trouble. We just went and got it. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Big changes at the Ellen Show after multiple allegations that it was a toxic place to work. Three top producers have now, quote, parted ways. But the horror stories keep coming. One guest on the show telling Inside Edition that she was told, whatever you do, don't be funnier than Ellen. She spoke with Jim Murray. I need a- Dana DiMatteo. This audience member on The Ellen Show is now revealing how she went from thrilled to getting really upset. You just expect a lot when you go to meet like your idol. And then when you get disappointed, it's like such a letdown. In 2018, Dana DiMatteo flew from Chicago to Los Angeles and was delighted to be picked out of the audience to have some fun with Ellen. But then she says she was shocked when she was briefed on the comedy bit by the producers. They tell you... You know, you can't be smarter, funnier than Ellen. She's the comedian and the star, not you. Ellen's motto is be kind. Be kind to one another. But Dana says Ellen was actually the opposite on the day she visited. How does the Ellen we see on TV compare to the Ellen you saw when the cameras stopped rolling? Totally different. Um, She would only speak to the audience when the cameras were rolling. As soon as they turned the cameras off, she would not even acknowledge the audience. She would just sit on the couch, basically. Even when she exited, she just said what she had to say on camera and then walked off. Dana appeared in the Make It Rain segment, where guests are drenched after they answer trivia questions. Wet and shivering, Dana says she was treated horribly by producers afterwards. They told us they were gonna give us dry clothes to change into. So they had us like waiting in a hallway by the bathroom And it's almost like they forgot about us because we were waiting there for a good 45 minutes. 
And finally, they and it was freezing cold. On Monday, Ellen remotely addressed her staff about current allegations of turning a blind eye to a toxic work environment. Ellen reportedly got tearful and apologized, saying she's not perfect and called disturbing allegations about the atmosphere on her show heartbreaking. She also responded to staff not being able to look her directly in the eye as crazy and not true. Warner Brothers also announced a major shakeup at the show. Three top-level producers are out after staffers accuse them of misconduct. They are Jonathan Norman, Kevin Lehman, and Ed Glavin. Former Ellen Show producer Hedda Muscat doesn't buy Ellen's tearful apology. You can't wake up 17 years later and say, oh, I didn't know, I had no idea. You were part of that. You're the one who knew about it, you witnessed it, you encouraged it. How are you? Kevin Lehman's attorney calls him an innocent man and popular figure and says he is devastated by being scapegoated. Jonathan Norman has denied all allegations. Ed Glavin has not responded. We reached out to Ellen's representatives for a comment, but haven't gotten a response. No one likes to be stuck on the tarmac. And with everyone skittish these days about COVID-19, it's even more stressful. Well, that's what happened when passengers on an American Airlines flight found themselves trapped for seven hours. Stephen Fabian is standing by with what it was like on board. Stephen? Thanks, Deborah. Passengers today are speaking out on what they say was a nightmare flight. They were left stranded on a packed plane on the tarmac for seven hours. Now, that's never good, but in the middle of a pandemic, they say it was terrifying. We are now over six hours on the plane. Passengers took to social media to vent their frustrations. It's been a very, very long ordeal, to say the least. Their American Airlines flight from Las Vegas to Dallas was diverted to San Antonio because of bad weather. And then the nightmare began. This ain't right. We got people's lives in the balance here. Stranded on the tarmac, the hot, hungry, and thirsty passengers stood in the aisle. Most wore masks, but some did not. Passenger John Puff says he felt like his life was in danger. When you don't know what's going on and you're on an aircraft, a small space, especially in a COVID world, you, you, you get you get worried and scared and stressed uh, in a very short amount of time. It took seven hours before they deplaned. So it sounds like you were on that plane for so long that some of the coronavirus safety protocols kind of went out the window. Well, they did go out the window and there was never any announcement by the crew. Hey, you need to sit down. You need to separate. Don't congregate. Don't crowd. American Airlines is apologizing today, blaming the inconvenience on severe weather. Meanwhile, colleges across the nation are rethinking their back-to-school plans today as videos of students at packed parties make the rounds on social media. Cops were called to break up a brawl outside bars near Oklahoma State University, where an entire sorority has now been ordered to quarantine after 23 young ladies tested positive for COVID-19. At the University of North Carolina, all students are switching to online learning after just six days into the new semester, and they're not happy. Look at the headline in the student newspaper. But there is some good news today. COVID cases in the USA appear to be falling. There were 35,000 new COVID-19 cases reported Monday, the fewest since June 24th. Cases are decreased about 22% since the third week in July. And we know that's a real number because hospitalizations have also gone down 24%. 
And new research shows that COVID-19 symptoms occur in a specific order. First comes fever, then a cough follows, then nausea and or vomiting, followed by diarrhea. And some promising news. Florida has reported its lowest number of new COVID-19 cases in two months. The state needs this kind of news because tourism has fallen off more than 60 percent in the second quarter because of fears of the coronavirus. Other news today on the 100th anniversary of women getting the right to vote. The necklace Michelle Obama was wearing when she spoke on the first night of the virtual Democratic convention is getting a lot of attention. Michelle Obama sent a simple but powerful message with her necklace. Let me be as honest and clear as I possibly can. Donald Trump is the wrong president for our country. Look closely. It's a gold necklace that spells out the word vote. Social media is going crazy for it. The necklace was created by L.A.-based jewelry brand by Chari, and it costs $430. I was beyond ecstatic. I mean, it's Michelle Obama. (laughs) We have definitely received a lot of sales in the last two days. It was almost immediate. We're getting some inside info on the speech. Michelle wrote it with a speechwriter. She practiced it for weeks. It was recorded at her $11 million vacation home on Martha's Vineyard. He is clearly in over his head. He cannot meet this moment. He simply cannot be who we need him to be for us. It is what it is. That zinger alludes to President Trump's controversial remarks about the pandemic from two weeks ago. They are dying. That's true. And you ha- it is what it is. Trump responded to the former first lady's speech today. I thought her speech was very divisive. And frankly, I wouldn't even be here if it weren't for Barack Obama. The ratings are in for the first night of the virtual convention, and no surprise, they are not good. Viewership plummeted by more than half compared to 2016 when the convention was jammed with big crowds and noise. But there were still some memorable moments, like this stirring performance of the national anthem made up of singers from all 50 states. This woman, Kristen Urquiza, also made quite an impression. I'm one of the many who has lost a loved one to COVID. Her father died from COVID-19 after attending a karaoke party. My dad was a healthy 65-year-old. His only pre-existing condition was trusting Donald Trump, and for that, he paid with his life. My speech was a speech that spoke for tens of thousands of people. And so as I reflect upon that right now, I'm, I'm just honored. Former President Bill Clinton and Dr. Jill Biden speak tonight. Joe Biden will officially accept his party's nomination as presidential candidate on Thursday night. Civil unrest continues around the country, and anger is growing over one video out of Portland. It shows a driver being pulled from a truck and beaten. Amber Cagliano has more on what happened. And even though we are not showing you all of the video, what you will see is disturbing. It's the sickening moment a man is kicked in the head during another night of chaos in Portland. He lies unconscious and bleeding on the street. 
Social media reporter Drew Hernandez shot the disturbing video being seen across America. As his head smacks on the pavement extremely hard and I'm pretty sure I you know I don't know what his medical condition is but I'm pretty sure he probably cracked his skull. Here's how it started. The victim was inside his white pickup truck when he opened his door to help this woman who was being assaulted. erupting around him. He hits the gas pedal. Some protesters are claiming he was trying to run them down. But he doesn't get very far. You can hear the impact as he crashes into a garbage can. He is dragged from the truck and beaten. You can hear him pleading for mercy. I ain't trying to hurt no one down there. What do you mean you're not trying to hurt nobody? The crowd seemed to be dispersing when someone comes from behind and kicks him in the head. We're freezing the video. There was no reason to kick him like they kicked him. The victim has been identified in published reports as Adam Hayner, a former firefighter. He is expected to make a full recovery. The mystery assailant was wearing a vest with the word security printed on it. Police have identified him as Marquise Lee Love, but he has not been charged. Black Lives Matter organizers are condemning the assault. Here in New York City, the rising crime rates and, of course, the pandemic are triggering what some are calling an exodus of families from the city. Moving companies are overwhelmed with work and there are tens of thousands of vacant apartments. And take a look at this, a boarded up Apple store after another night of street violence. That Apple store in this fashionable neighborhood of Brooklyn was looted and anarchists smashed the windows of a Whole Foods. The NYPD is sharing the videos of the vandalism in hopes of tracking down the suspects. Turning now to Hollywood, a stunning allegation from actress Rose McGowan. She says a world-famous director engaged in sexual misconduct with her when she was just 15 years old. Now, McGowan's alluded to the alleged incident in the past, but now she's naming names. Rose McGowan is accusing an Oscar-winning director of sexual misconduct committed when she was just 15 years old. McGowan is identifying her alleged assailant as Alexander Payne, the director of such acclaimed movies as Election with Reese Witherspoon and The Descendants starring George Clooney. McGowan says Payne groomed her in her youth. I just want an acknowledgement and an apology I do not want to destroy. In an interview in 2018 with journalist Ronan Farrow, the firebrand actress alluded to a sexual misconduct that she says took place when she was 15, but never named Alexander Payne. There was a statutory rape by a prominent man in Hollywood. Yes, I, and I didn't process that actually until, um, I'll get to him. Is that a story you're ready to tell? Right now? Let me tell you, this man picked me up when I was 15 years old. He took me home after he met me and he showed me a soft porn movie he'd made for Showtime under a different name, of course. And then he had sex with me. And then he left me next to Cafe Tropical in Silver Lake, standing on a street corner. McGowan was one of the first women to publicly accuse disgraced producer Harvey Weinstein, now serving 23 years in a New York State prison for sexual assault. Our calls to Alexander Payne for comment were not returned. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next. 
Is wearing a mask bad for your teeth? I definitely have mask mouth. Everybody's coming in with masks. Everybody's complaining about their bad breath. And Freddy the dog. Where did he come from? We just saw a dog in trouble. We just went and got it. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Every dog has its day, and for a dog now named Freddy, the best day of his life could have been the last day of his life. He was about to drown in a lake when some good Samaritans spotted him with binoculars, and it got even better after that. A dog treading water, struggling to stay afloat. I told my husband, we, we have to go and rescue this dog. It's in the middle of the lake. Rebecca Champ and her husband, Quentin, jumped into their boat on Lake Houston in Texas. And so when we motored up to it, it started swimming away. So then I, I said, okay, you got to take over. And I'm going to have to go in and get it. So Quentin stripped to his boxer briefs and dove in. Just in the nick of time. No one knows how long the lab mix had been treading water, but he looked exhausted. The poor thing was shivering and scared. The Champ family named him Freddy, then told all their friends on social media what had happened. Uh, showed my wife the uh, text message and said, look at that, Quentin found a dog in the middle of Lake Houston. I just felt so sorry for that dog. I knew we could give him a good home. It was love at first sight. Now, Freddie has a forever home, thanks to the heroic efforts of one family and the kindness of another. We just saw a dog in trouble. We love dogs. Yeah. We just went and got it. The champs say there is no way Freddie swam out there on his own. They believe somebody dropped him overboard. When we come back, is wearing a mask giving you something called mask mouth? We'll tell you how to get rid of it next. We hope that you've been wearing your mask. The CDC says it significantly reduces the transmission of COVID-19. And if you have been wearing a mask, perhaps you have noticed something called mask mouth. Is there a potential problem lurking under your mask? It's really unpleasant. Real estate manager Jennifer Verbecki wears a mask all day. My breath stinks. She's not the only one. Everybody's complaining about their bad breath. Dentists say they are getting overwhelmed with patients complaining about what's being called mask mouth. I'm seeing plaque accumulation. We're seeing a lot of people with more inflammation, more cavities, more gum disease. It's due to dry mouth, which happens when we try to get more air through a mask by breathing with our mouth instead of our nose. It's hot. It feels so much better. I do feel like I have bad breath. If you smell your own breath, that means there's bacteria in your mouth, and that's a problem. We all have a normal bacteria in the mouth, which acts with our saliva, which bathes our teeth. So with the lack of saliva, more of this gooey plaque is sticking to the teeth, causing the bad breath. So what can you do to avoid mask mouth? First, brush thoroughly. Then use a scraper like this to remove bacteria on the tongue. That's disgusting. I can't believe that just came out of my mouth. But the number one tip, drink plenty of water. Mask mouth, be gone. Nevertheless, it is really important to wear your mask. When we come back, a request one brother can't refuse. Finally today, brotherly love. What is that? This groom-to-be has a wonderful surprise for his kid brother who has Down syndrome. It's hidden in a message in the bottle. The message inside asks him to be the best man at the upcoming wedding. Will you please say yes 
to be my best man. Love will. What? We want to be my best man? You bet he does. <laughs> As one YouTube comment reads, that is what love looks like. And that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you again tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.